episode 96 of Nolo Time. My name is Hobed Velas, and with me is the most interesting man in the world, Julia. What's good, Nolo Time? Good to be with you, Obed. I love that shirt you're wearing, man. I know for those of you who are listening, you can't see it, but this guy's rocking an awesome shirt right now. Star Wars Weekends 2007, sir. And Mickey's <laughs> in the middle there with the lightsaber. Okay. Yeah, those were good times. Uh, I'm I'm guessing that's obsolete now because of galaxy, the Galaxy's Edge uh, already opened in Disneyland. Soon opening here. I'm pretty excited for Agile. Um, oh, absolutely. I actually had the chance to go to Disney Springs over the weekend, and they have some cool merchandise already for, uh, for Galaxy's Edge and bringing new stuff in for Star Wars overall. Some new really nice shirt designs and, and whatnot that they have, so... I'm pretty excited for for that to open up. I probably I'm gonna I'm gonna let it breathe. Probably gonna be go next year. I know uh, you're a pass holder. You'll probably be there. I'll give you guys year. I'll give you guys coverage on the madness. I'll be there, right there in it. There you go. Yeah, I'm gonna let it breathe, man. I'm oh, probably gonna smart. go in like January or something. Especially if you have a family and everything. Do you like you know your oh, daughter yeah. and everything? It's a wise choice to let it breathe. But for those of us sweaties that <laughs> that can make it out there, I'll, I'll be Avatar. one of them. Yeah, I let uh, Pandora breathe for like eight months, and oh, yeah. it's, it's there was still like a three hour line for the oh yeah passage. So it's still like that now. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's nuts, man. Um, but I, I'm I'm really excited for Galaxy Session. Based on what I saw from Disneyland, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be great, man. And you know, the one here is bigger than the one at Disneyland. Disneyland, That's right. they did not have the blessing of space. We do over <laughs> here in Florida. So yep. Um, they, they can definitely build on that. Uh, oh man, and I also saw some pictures for the uh, um, Guardians of the Galaxy ride. That's coming along pretty nicely. I too. know, I know. It looks really cool. Every time I go by Epcot, I see all the work they're doing. They got the tombstones moved out, dude, of Epcot in the, the front tombstone. now. They got they're my gone. tombstone out of there. <laughs> they got the tombstone out of there, so they're gonna be moved in the front of the all the way, like you know, front towards the parking area, not as you enter in. But uh, but yeah, Epcot's coming along, but. Big big news there is really just the Guardians thing. I'm curious if they're going to do the Avengers Land here, just like they during in Disneyland. I know that's issues with the Universal thing, but we'll yeah. have to see if they can work out a deal or whatnot. But uh, we'll I see. Yeah, I doubt it. I doubt it unless they they really put down the money and get you know that licensing back from Universal. For those of you that don't know, don't know, Universal Islands of Adventure over here in Orlando has. Uh, a, a Marvel themed land, right? Uh, and that deal was made in the mid '90s when Marvel was bankrupt, and yes. and that deal was in perpetuity at the on the East Coast. So basically, uh, in the East Coast of the U.S., uh, no one else can build any Marvel themed park area uh, other than than Universal. Uh, that's why over at Disneyland, we we've already. You know their characters are there, and they're you know building the, the separate land and whatnot. But over here, it's a little bit more complicated. So exactly, uh, I know that Disney's been trying to get out of that deal for a while now. But I mean, it's since, one of the worst the acquisition. Yeah, it's one of the worst deals. To, but like you said, they had to do it. They were they were broke. People don't realize yeah. this billion dollar franchise literally had no money. Exactly. Yeah, Marvel back in the nineties, they were broke. I mean, this was something that Universal probably paid. You know. Like a bag of Cheetos and a Dwight Howard trading cart for it, and <laughs> and, and got a and got a pretty good deal at, at getting that <laughs> those licenses. So oh for sure, 
I'm <laughs> oh, sorry, a tax trading card back then because Dwight, yeah, I mean, Dwight's more a lot more recent. But yeah, it's a check trading card from from one, from his time in the Magic, and then uh, back at Tito's. So get the Marvel license, bring but, Marvel to Orlando. Yeah, there you go. Uh, but yeah, I mean, consider all things considered, Joel, that that little area, Marvel area that they have at Universal, is pretty neat. I mean, oh, I agree. Pretty, I've pretty, enjoyed it. it. Yeah, because it's not MCU themed, of course. It's comic book themed, right? And it looks nice. I mean, and, and even the character costumes and whatnot, it looks fine. And the Spider-Man Ryan's good. Uh, Hulk's great, the, the roller coaster. So, and I don't know about you, Obed, but I wouldn't be mad if, for some reason, like they were able to make a deal where both could have Marvel characters, one being more cinematic, the other being, you know, Universal Truths. I wouldn't be angry if the, if the two yeah. existed. Like, like they could use, like Disney could use, basically Marvel characters with the MCU likeness versus yes. the comic book likeness that they have at Universal. That would make sense. But that would confuse people. So. It would. I wouldn't be mad. They'll get the best of both oh, worlds. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I mean, you get everything. You get everything. Yep. Uh, but yeah, and it's, uh, it's good stuff. Good stuff going in the area, man. It's, Absolutely. You've got uh, Super Nintendo Land opening in I know. 2023, question mark, maybe. Uh, we'll see. Uh, there's a, a separate park that Universal's building, and then uh, whatever Disney's doing, which is they're revamping a lot of stuff. They're Tron Coaster. Yes. Magic Kingdom. Um, Your daughter's gonna be excited about that Nintendo dude. stuff, man. Oh, she anything Mario? Is. I show she's crazy about Mario, and I show her the video, and uh, I can't wait for the to open in uh, uh, in Osaka because they open in Osaka next year at the okay. at the uh, um, Universal Studios in Osaka. Um, so I I can't wait to get video of that so I can show her. It's like, oh yeah, so this is what it looks like, and then she's gonna ask me, "Where are we going?" It's like I doubt mommy's gonna want to go on a trip to Japan with you, kid. Cause, <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of money too. So yeah, 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 absolutely. Uh, that 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 being the main thing, right? <laughs> um, but I think that the the projection is yeah. that the California uh, version of it um, was gonna be done in twenty twenty one. So okay, maybe. If if I don't want to wait until the one here opens, because apparently it's gonna getting delayed and wait forever, but yeah, uh, but yeah, Joe, what's up, man? How are you yeah. doing? Yeah, dude, I'm I'm doing great. Um, I know last week we talked about the speculation of Avengers being re released in theaters, so I'm ramping up now. I think this weekend it's actually gonna open up in, in theaters. The they announced, so I'm gonna try and get back out there. Aside from that, I'm literally two episodes away from finishing Jessica Jones. I mean, we just, we just recorded like, you know, last week and it's been what now is now the third week. Now I think I'm mentioning the show, Jessica Jones, and I'm still not done yet. It's yeah. it's that much of a drag. So I'm not going to repeat the same stuff. If you want to hear my thoughts, listen to the last episodes at this point, I'm just want to see how it ends. I'll tell you guys how it ends. That's the real question. I think everybody's interested in is how do they, do they wrap the bow tie of, you know, this is the end of the Marvel Netflix stuff, or do they just kind of end the Jessica Jones story and pay no regards to anything else? I don't know. We'll have to see. Yeah, I mean, it's there. I'll watch it if I get to it. I'm, yeah. Uh, I mean, based on what you told me, I'm not not too excited to to go in and watch it. I enjoyed the first season quite a bit. Um, you know, it dragged a little bit towards like episode nine, ten. Uh, that that season could have used like three. Last episodes, like ep- ten episodes, would have been perfect. Yeah, uh, there was a couple of episodes that definitely felt like filler, where you know they were trying to give you some backstory, but you know at the same time, it's just that it just felt uh, artificially stretched, basically. Right. Too much. Uh, 
Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, eventually I'll get to it. So um, not much on my end, dude. I haven't I haven't had time to do a lot. Have family in town. Um, did you know? Played some more Zelda. I think I'm done with it for now. Um, I was thinking of starting a a, a master quest on it, but I'll, I'll let it breathe. I'll come back to it. Uh, I'm actually looking forward to playing Battlefront this week and Battlefront Two this coming weekend because there's a big update coming out uh, that came out um, uh, just uh, Tuesday this week or yesterday basically uh, or two days ago if you're listening on Thursday so <laughs> um, and they're they're adding it's it's like a I think for PS4 it's like a four and a half gig patch uh, and they're adding a gate new game mode new map uh, they're adding a bunch of stuff so um, so I'm looking forward to playing some of that uh, I may I may just jump back jump back into uh, DMC five uh, play it on on uh, Dante must die so I'm gonna try that try some Battlefront let Zelda breathe a little bit I put like 200 hours on that game man so I'm I'm good for now uh, and I, I finished the second DLC so the the Champions Ballad DLC I finished that that's good I mean the the what you get out of that is great no you know that like the basically the bonuses that you get. Uh, on finishing that is 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 definitely worth it. Um, in the first DLC, the uh, the Trials of the Master Sword or Trials of the Sword, whatever it's called, that one I did part of it. Um, I'm missing the last trial. I don't think I'm gonna go back because it's too hard. And I was like, I don't have. Uh, I get I get super salty because if I made mistakes, then I, then if it's my fault, I know it's my fault, right? So I get salty. I'm not. I'm not blaming the controller or anything. I'm not blaming the lag. <laughs> no, but yeah. So, so I may not just go back into that, but uh, I may go back and do a master quest. Other than that, Joel, um, Neon Genesis Evangelion is out on Netflix. It's the first time it's been available for streaming. So I watched the first episode. I haven't watched. So I didn't finish the series. I watched. Uh, I want to say the first three episodes back in the day when it came out on VHS, um, and and that was it. I didn't get a chance to actually go back and, and wrap it up, um, but the series hasn't been available for streaming until now. So I watched the first episode of that. Um, they really cleaned up the uh, the picture really good, so it looks pretty good. And I watched it on the original Japanese. I know that they redubbed it. Um, so the first time that I watched it, I watched the dub. Uh, those three or four episodes that I watched, watched them dub. Um, so I'm going to try and watch it in Japanese. Uh, this is a, a new dub. You know, it's a better, more modern dub. But uh, but I still want to experience the, the original. On that, man, PSA, if you guys, if you guys like Attack on Titan, catch up. Because that, that thing's, thing's good. Thing's real good. I've heard great things about it. That thing's real good, man. It's like this last episode was mind-blowing and it just the like this last five episodes, Joel. Um, it's 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 just been like goosebumps, dude. It's like it's crazy. Like each episode is so good, and then it ends in like basically it ends in that they they are all ending in sort of like twists, and it's just so good. It's it's uh, fantastic. So whatever they're doing with the. Uh, but you know, we the anime. I don't know how they're planning on doing. You know, season four, if that's in the works. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, on that, JoJo was really good too. So yeah, uh, that's what I got, man. 
Nice, nice. Well, watch a, a watch a, a you know catching up. Watch a couple of things. Yeah, yeah. Wanna wanna try and uh, and uh, actually catch Toy Story over the weekend. So the wife yeah. said, "It's like that's let's good." Go. Yeah, she was like, "Oh, let's go try and catch Toy Story over the weekend." I was like, oh, "Yeah, oh, we can do that." Keanu's sure. in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> What's his uh, What's his name? Is like Duke, Duke something? Yeah, right? he's is like it, the the guy in the motorcycle. He's like an evil Knievel sort of yes. thing. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's 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 pretty cool. Um, but yeah, uh, Joel, Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker. It's a movie that we're looking forward to, of course. Right, Star Wars. You're representing right here, uh, so we're definitely looking forward to that. Um, there, there's been, of course, this. So most titles for movies when they get to Japan change and sometimes when they get to other parts of the world they change Joe tell us about those changes absolutely um, so the rise of Skywalker now we're starting to see the promotional premier, uh, material pop up and uh, these other places and like you said with that comes translation um, you know when when the the last one came out, the Last Jedi, um, if you remember, the biggest controversy of of that movie was that the last line is that you know the, this is the last of the Jedi, and people are thinking like, wait a second, you mean that like after this movie there will be no more Jedi and there's just gonna be Force wielders? And it was like a whole like debate within the fandom, which is why a lot of arguments over it happened because people thought they figured it out, right? Um, oh, yeah, so yeah, exactly. so one of the so one of the translation things with that movie, the last one was uh, in, uh, I forget where it was, but it was a Spanish translation of The Last Jedi, and it was Los Ultimos Jedi, and it was plural. So not saying singular, it was like the last of the Jedi, like completely. So people were like, wait a second, like the last Jedi, like the last group of Jedi, and that kind of revealed itself later on when we watched the movie, right? So same thing seems to be maybe the case here. Uh, Star Wars Episode Nine: Rise of Skywalker now is having these translation um, stuff come up, and in Japan, uh, it's actually listed, uh, in, uh, translated rather, uh, to us directly as Star Wars: Dawn of Skywalker. And then in Poland, Obed, they actually have it translated as Star War- Star Wars: Skywalker Resurrection. Which makes it even more mind blowing. Getting the little gift going like. So you yeah. and I talked about the images that came out um, a, a while back, Vanity Fair, the whole thing um, that they put out there. One of the, one of the really cool images was of Luke Skywalker, um, and he doesn't look like a ghost. To you and I, he looked very alive. We and talked still about had this. His robot hand. He still had his robot hand. You wouldn't have that. If you're, and like, why would you show this? Are you trying to go backwards? And you and I said, but wait a second. In the flashback scenes, he had that shorter brown hair, and this one, he clearly has the same longer hair that you see when he sees Ray. So, dude, what are your thoughts? Is 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 does this confirm Luke Skywalker's back? Uh, pretty much. Uh, period. 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 Question mark. Cause okay. It's. In my opinion, yes, it does. Um, I I could be wrong. I've sure, been, I've been known to be wrong from time to time. Uh, oh, better you gonna just hate just like episode R2. nine? Are you gonna hate episode nine if they don't bring him back because no. he didn't figure it out? No, it'll be fine. I don't. I'm <laughs> Joe. I'm too old for this crap. Uh, we, we, I, don't get, mean, I don't get mad for for stuff. It's like I don't get mad for other people's artistic artistic choices. Star Wars is not mine. You know, I. If I own Star Wars, possibly, but I don't own it. 
you know, I I just watch it from the outside. I really enjoy it, though. I mean, it's yeah. one of my favorite things ever. But point being, we're not man babies. Uh, yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, we'll talk about man babies here. At the first end of the show, we have a, a pretty pretty substantial rant uh, to to go on. Could could make or break Nola Time Joe. It could very well be our final episode. Uh, I don't know. But next week... Can't make it to episode 100. <laughs> I know. I know. Next week... Oh, oh uh, just speaking of next week. Uh, I mean, next week, we're not going to be back. It's 4th of right. July, so we're taking that week off. But uh, but the next episode is going to be la- uh, no low time last. And it's like, yeah, Joel and I are no longer friends. <laughs> Mad babies got in our way. And, yeah. no. no, but uh, you uh, going back to, to oh, Star geez. Wars, you know... I'm I'm a mo- open-minded kind of dude. I'm not gonna go to the movie theater and cry over artistic choices and 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 you know all this stuff. So you know I I I stated it on the on the podcast before. I thoroughly enjoyed the Last Jedi. I thoroughly enjoyed Rogue One. I enjoyed Solo. Okay, um, but you know, uh, but I didn't cry. I didn't burn my Blu-ray when I watched it. You know, so. <laughs> It's. <laughs> it was like screw it. I'm burning it all to the ground. It's not make worth a petition. It. Yeah, sign Ch- out change that change.org petition. <laughs> no, I'm not. You know, whatever, dude. It's like yeah. if man babies want to cry, you know, about this. That's that's their prerogative. I'm not gonna waste my time doing that. So, uh, I I got bigger, more important things to worry about. So, um, yeah, um, I think he's gonna be back. Because of uh, the Palpatine stuff that we already got teased, uh, basically is gonna be like I have a job to finish, sort of thing, and I'm back. But how is he back? It was he never gone to begin with. Very was he gone? What, did he become one front with the Force and came back? In which case he wouldn't have uh, his you know cybernetic arm or hand. So yeah, yeah, man. yeah. I mean, you and I have talked about JJ coming back to fulfill his vision, and like you can tell very clearly from the Force Awakens, that movie is complete setup. Like it's it's absolutely fanfare. They're they're trying to you know reimagine some of the magic of the original movies. I acknowledge that. I get that. But it also was a big setup for you know teases of where they could the franchise can go who's raised parents you know all these different kinds of things that, that would let people interested in wanting a sequel want to see what happens um the last jedi a lot of people a lot of people had different feelings about you know we just talked about the man babies but you know, looking at this here like to me this if if luke is back i don't think it's him doing it because they're trying to make people necessarily happy I think it's just going to be strictly because of story and strictly because JJ had plans for Luke or or the Skywalkers yeah. in general and there's there's things that need to be done that involve this character or the Skywalkers in general however that you want to take that you know or that being Ray being a Skywalker whatever whatever the plans JJ had I think he's going to come back and 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 do what what he wanted to do cuz he can. So, yeah. Yeah, uh I I think he's going to be I think he's gonna be back, like like legit back. Um, yeah. And you know, at the end of the movie, maybe he he'll for real sees, you know, eat it. But, um, but I think I think he's gonna be back. Um, and not not in a forced ghost sort of way. 
Uh, just like I think Palpatine's going to be back for real, too. So, uh, yeah, uh, Star Wars, man. Uh, yeah, I can't, can't wait. Uh, what about, what, six months away? I know, December. Almost, yeah, seven months. So, yeah, we're looking forward to that. Um, Joe, we talked a little bit about um, the Avengers game that's being published by Square Enix, developed by Crystal Dynamics. Uh, also, by the way, Avengers, Avengers Infinity, uh, not Infinity War, Endgame, uh, or Infinity War Part 2, because that's what it is. It really is. Uh, <laughs> so, that's how it was who, announced. Yeah, yeah, that's how, exactly, that's how it was announced. Um, <laughs> Blu-ray comes out uh, August 13th. Yes. And uh, it's going to be available, of course, Blu-ray, DVD, and 4K uh, Blu-ray. I am definitely getting my 4K version of that. I already got most of the like the newer stuff on on 4K for for Marvel, so I'm definitely getting that when it comes out. And yeah, uh, it's uh, I'm looking forward to actually watching it at home yes. and and over analyzing it again because that movie's really good. I know. And uh, yeah, three hours. Uh, I mean, at home is gonna be fine, so I'm not too worried about that. Uh, but going back to the Avengers game, Joe, um, or you know the uh, the stunt double edition. Uh, some, uh, 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 some call it now. It's um, we got some new gameplay details about uh, the co-op and uh, and how the uh, the story is gonna play out, Joel. Do uh, you want to tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah. Uh, so you know, you and I had when rumors were coming out initially about you know these guys working on an Avengers game, and then it was confirmed. And you and I have been talking about this for a long, long time until this recent Comic Con where we finally actually got the Comic Con. Sorry, this recent E three where we actually got a look uh, at this game. You know, was about which what would be the main characters. You know, how would you be able to play with these characters? And so basically what came out of this is that the developers are saying you will be able to play all of those characters as, as we kind of saw a glimpse of that gameplay in the trailer. However, um, there will be certain missions that will require you to only stay as one particular character. So it's not going to be the whole time you're running around Ultimate Alliance style where it's you and the four characters you pick and then you're just like, okay, and now I'm going to switch between Hulk and now I'm going to switch back between Iron Man. There will be times for that apparently, but for the but there's going to also be missions where it's like, look, only only uh, Black Widow can do this or only, you know, this guy can take care of this. So I found that to be a little interesting, and it might change our perspective a little bit on the, the just the story mode in the campaign in this game. Yeah, I mean, when when the game was originally announced, they did mention that the game will have a co-op, but then when we saw the game at E3, it sort of looked like a like more of a single-player focused right sort of experience. W- makes sense that uh, there's some team-up uh, missions basically, and that's in essence what it is. Uh, so there will be certain missions in the game, uh, certain story missions in the game, where you will have the ability to connect with someone online and uh, and basically play the mission in co-op. So to give you an idea, Joel, Devil May Cry 5 has a very similar system where um, through and through that game is a single player focus experience. Uh, but there are certain missions uh, I want to say... More specifically, towards the end, there's maybe two or three missions um, where where you get two characters in the same, basically, space. 
uh, and and you're basically battling it out and and uh, you know against you know the hordes or whatever. So that's how I see this happening, right? Where you're playing through a scenario and then all of a sudden uh, you would get a thing, uh, an in-game alert saying, you know, Bone Bro 420 has joined the game and and you, and you can just play with Bung Bro uh, the rest of the mission as a co-op mission. So, uh, so I think it's going to be uh, something similar to that, uh, to, to what Devil May Cry 5 did. And that's cool. Because uh, Devil May Cry 5, it actually sort of worked pretty good. Uh, I mean, you'll get the the occasional troll, um, but I, I I I didn't want to turn it off just because I wanted to see what it was. And and uh, and when I first started the game, when it was kind of you know crowded, a lot of people were playing the game at the same time. Uh, I did stumble upon some actual real life people that were playing the game. Um, when I did my second playthrough. Uh, I think most of those people were were basically um, ghosts of you know a, a, someone played the game, and basically you get a ghost recording of what they did. So that's how I see something like this happening, dude. Um, as you're describing this, not to change games, but I am thinking of Death Stranding, dude, and how that's gonna interact like you with other players. I think Death Stranding is gonna be is probably going to have something similar to this uh, where there's going to be different Sams and different planes of dimension and then yeah I, I, I can definitely see the Stranding being something like that um, so yeah it sounds good to me I mean uh, this is good I'm I'm looking this game looks fine man uh, yeah like an action it looks good there was some leaked footage i don't know if you have a chance to see I it i did it looked good it looked good like the combat looks solid and yeah. and there's way to the combat and the way they move is good so there's several things that are you know uh that seem to be in order so uh, yeah we'll see we shall see yeah and uh the other piece of news regarding that Joel, is that uh they has conf- they they've already confirmed that the game was going to have microtransactions uh and it's going to be cosmetic uh Microtransactions, so it's not, not going to be pay-to-win mechanics, and there's no random loot boxes, so they did confirm all that. Um, but they they will have a loot rarity system, and to me, this basically sounds like Destiny, um, which is interesting because I know that Destiny, again, uh, Destiny is sort of the same way, right? You have a single-player experience that you can do, uh, and you can use you can do your single player missions, uh, but you can stumble upon people fighting some thing, and you know you can help them out and get some loot out of that, right? So maybe they'll do something like that, or maybe they'll have a separate game mode with like an arena sort of base thing, sort of kind of like what Destiny does in some of their uh, their maps, um, because the way they the Destiny do it, it it's. Um, I think that especially Destiny 2, which is the one I play, I never got to play one, but um, Destiny 2, do, they, they do it in a, in, a, in a very good way where the maps are, are pretty interesting and you're dropped in, uh, you can follow your mission and then you eventually get to, to basically an arena uh, or what you would call a central hub, uh, which has enough space for you to move around and do other things with other players and get loot. Um, and then whenever you want, you can just continue your, your single-player thing. Maybe it'll be something like that. What kind of loot? I don't know, because 
I mean, in Destiny, it makes sense when you get like a rare weapon, but are you gonna get a rare cap shield? Are you gonna get a rare repulse, repulsor blaster or whatever? Yeah. So that's kind of weird. I don't, I don't know what you think of that. Yeah, because it, it, it's like you know, it's a, it's a Marvel game. Like it makes me start to think like, oh, I guess think real literal, like you're saying, like thinking exclusive to each character, like stuff that pertains to them, or they can go super generic and be like. You get a power up. Of the, you know, you're you're all of a sudden your repulsors are super powerful. You know, or whatever. Your punches are so much stronger. Hulk suddenly is stronger. You know what I mean? Like, it it it, it depends on that. But I do like though that, like you're saying, it's supposed to be cosmetic, so it really shouldn't impact the game. Therefore, those things that I just mentioned makes me go, you know, it really shouldn't be anything like that. You know, that, that really shouldn't be the case. It should just be, like, appearances and costumes and, you know, silly things and stuff that you see in games all the time. So, it, you know, it's at least it's not anything that's going to, like, affect the gameplay where if you spend more, you, you'll get this stuff. Yeah, I don't think, uh, as long as the game this game doesn't launch, you know, Anthem style. Right. Where it's, like, busted and, you know, the loot was bad and, and the, you know, drop rates were, like, so super weird and you know uh glitchy and all this stuff so as long as this game launches in a decent state uh, they should do okay i mean they have a good property in their hands exactly i doubt that they they would want to you know uh mess it up and they have a year i mean this game comes out late may may 25th next year they'll show it at next comic con again yeah, they're probably three. Sorry, next E three. Yeah, they're, Sorry, they're, saying that. <laughs> <laughs> well, there it's probably not. It's gonna be out before the next E three. So you're um, right. They'll probably show it at uh, maybe later this year at uh, Tokyo Game Show. Sure. Uh, maybe we'll get some new stuff at the Game Awards. So you know, um, yeah, we'll we'll see. Joe, Xbox. We talked about Xbox a little bit here on the podcast and. Um, you guys, if you listen, all know what we think of what's going on at Xbox right now. And um, uh, one of the biggest problems that the Xbox One has had throughout the entire generation has been game quality. And, you know, Xbox the Xbox, the Xbox One itself has had a share of uh, exclusives that have been top rated games you know you got you know for a while there Cuphead was exclusive and you know Orient of Light Forest and Will of the Wisp and and you know these other games uh, that are smaller in scale uh, but they're good games nonetheless but when it comes to like their big franchises like you know Gears Halo Forza Forza is the one that definitely has kept up consistency where they're they're basically the top rated Xbox franchise right now. You know, all of the last Forza games for Xbox One since the Xbox One came out, I believe, have been rated over nine on, you know, most of the uh, games outlet review outlets that are out there. So uh, Forza's doing good. They're skipping it this year. I know that they're, you know, again, uh, racing games are, are, are showpieces for new hardware they're definitely saving that one for scarlet next year but they've definitely struggled with you know uh halo gears uh that uh um that what was that game that uh the dude from x-men was on was it quantum break oh quantum break 
Yeah, games like Quantum Break and then yeah. uh, Bobby. Yeah, <laughs> Bobby. <laughs> Iceman. Iceman. Yeah. This is called Bobby. Bobby <laughs> the Iceman. Bobby the Iceman. So Bobby and the Iceman game uh, <laughs> was was pretty okay. <laughs> they did they did some interesting stuff where they mixed up live action. Uh, oh, <laughs> I'm just remembering those trailers and like it look they look cool like but I was like oh it's Bobby. <laughs> it's Bobby. Yeah, it's Bobby playing Be- Bobby playing Jimmy Olsen. Remember he was Jimmy Olsen. On he Spotify? was. It was. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. So. Um, so Iceman uh, was not terrible. It was innovative. Um, the way they mixed live action sequences with the game, <clears throat> and some <clears throat> excuse me, and some of the effects that the game had. Uh, this, you know, everything looked looked fine, but you know, the game itself was a bit lackluster. Uh, the last Halo, like fans did not receive it with uh, you know uh, open arms as you would expect. Um, and the same goes for Gears of War, you know, basically just fans saying that this is more the same, you know, they really haven't innovated. Um, but Phil Spencer acknowledged this problem, Joe, and, uh, and, and he did say that there, there definitely was an issue with quality, Joe, if you want to go ahead and take yeah. over and uh, yeah. give us a quote. Yeah, the way I understand it is that he's basically, I'll read it to you first before I break it down here, but... Um, he says here, we did reach a time in our first party where the number of games and studios that we actually had put a lot of pressure on everything. And it became more difficult to manage a portfolio when you kind of need everything to hit the date and that it had picked three years ahead of time and deliver a very high level of quality. The support that we're getting now and we've had over the last couple of years has allowed us to invest in our first party, adding eight new studios and really create room for us to focus on quality. And really what he's going on to say here and when you read more of it and and look into it more is he's basically saying, look, look, PlayStation had their success because of the way their studios are organized. They have entire studios and teams dedicated to their first party stuff. They give them their, their guys plenty of time to get these things out there. Therefore, they keep having first party games and they keep being good because they actually have the time to do it. He was saying, look, in our situations, A, we weren't giving our guys enough time. So they were like trying to hit these dates and just cracking out stuff left and right and then he's also Cra- saying cracking down stuff. cracking down oh, oh you saw what i did man. there uh <laughs> so, so that so that that was literally happening to these guys you know that game was delayed a lot dude <laughs> but, that, game del- that game was delayed like three years I, we thought it wouldn't even come out at some yeah, point I, I still i i, I you know it came out but i didn't even, i haven't even seen it in the wild so i don't know no. i don't think it has i don't think it actually came <laughs> did it actually come people out people say people say it came out there's reviews for it but i don't <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh man, I don't know these things. Joe. We don't know these things. So, so yeah, like you know, he's saying that like they also they didn't have um, enough studios. Like they had a small amount of studios, and these guys were just so they were just cranking out the first party stuff, <laughs> and then they were going into the other the other games. So it was just a lot of rushed um, situations that weren't good. Saying, look, now we've got eight new studios. We've got enough stuff in development. We're giving our guys time. Basically trying to do that damage control. Trust the process. Project Scarlet's coming. We've got plenty of new stuff in the works for it. First party. 
that's a good sim like you and i think have talked about this this is a good news for them like this is actually the right thing that they're supposed to be saying they should yep. be acknowledging these things they should be um, making changes it sounds like the actual work is being done behind this i mean that's half the battle already the next half is what are these actual games are people going to be interested in them just because they're exclusive are they going to be good but that's that's they're already in the right direction right so two things okay do you think that Xbox is the 76ers of gaming where they end up <laughs> trusting the process and actually be yeah. able to do some damage next year? I, ho I hope so. I really do hope so. I really hope that they're, they're in that situation where, like, they spent time rebuilding their brand. You know, this experiment of Xbox One X and, and all this is just, you know, goes away behind us in the past. And we talk about it and we say, look, X Project Scarlet, whatever it ends up being called, um, you know, is actually something that's a really solid console and people can be proud of and respected on both sides of the aisle, right? That's what we hope. Yeah. Uh, the other thing is that, um, so Phil Spencer took over Xbox, what, 2014, right? Yes. Because Don Matrick, yeah, Don Matrick was uh, ousted of the Xbox spot, uh, I think by mid, uh, by E3 2014, he was already gone. So Phil Spencer took over uh, Xbox Studios in 2014. We're in 2019, Joel. That's five years. Hideo Kojima showed up in 2016 with a concept trailer, and his game's coming out this November. Three years. Um, how do you explain that Xbox has not had, you know, since he took over, and he's saying this now, but he took over five years ago, uh, they have not had one real mind-blowing innovative brand new ip title out there i mean to me that's that's almost inexcusable absolutely right? because you have, you have plenty you're of microsoft time. and you have plenty of money because you're microsoft right. right so you got you know basically all the money in the world to put into this thing uh, i mean i and, and i say that you know uh, we know there's budgeting and we know there's these things, right? Yeah, we, we know, know that works. You know, uh, Mar you know, Phil Spencer is not going to go to Satya Dendela and tell him, hey, I need I need a trillion dollars to make a game. You know, he's not going to do that because that's, that's impossible. Uh, but they have the resources is what I mean. So they definitely have the time to have the resources. Uh, I mean, were they lacking the talent? And this is where these acquisitions come in. Obed, were they lacking vision? Oh, man. I've seen plenty of people suffer for lack of vision, bro. <laughs> so I don't know. Um, uh, that could be it. I mean, they they different, but then at the end of the day, they ended up shooting themselves in the foot. But like I said, Phil Spencer seems like a like a straight up guy, and um, he's had more than enough time. He canceled Scalebound, Joel. He can't. I know that that game looked Why? rough, but but. Yo, don't cancel a platinum Why? game because you you're gonna get fans, dude. It's like platinum is a beloved developer, you know. You're not you're just gonna not gonna cancel a Kamiya game. Come on, no. come on. You're gonna get burned on Twitter. That's exactly what what Kamiya did. He's like, oh yeah, burn them all, blocked. <laughs> so, yeah, I uh, yeah, I mean, what you said, lack of vision may may very well be it, but. You know, at the same time, maybe just the, the studios that uh, Microsoft owned at the time just didn't have the talent. Maybe they were lacking in some areas. 
Um, but at the same time, again, Microsoft is a very appealing company that could definitely offer, you know, former developers from Crystal Dynamics and Square Enix and, you know, Bethesda and all these guys. Um, they could definitely offer some good money to bring in talent. Um, and if you ask me, Joel, instead of acquiring studios like they did, uh, they should have instead acquired talent and bring all those guys under Microsoft Studios and then build teams inside the studio and then go from there. That would have been, if I was in Phil Spencer's shoes, that's what I would have done. I would acquire talent, acquired people, instead of just buying other companies outright. What if the next two Ninja Theories game flop? Yeah. Are they going to close the studio and then you got a bunch of unemployed people over in, oh. you know, uh, in the UK? You know, um, I, I would have just just spend the money on, you know, uh, on getting the talent um, because there's plenty of talent. There's plenty of talented people, um, you know, in the games industry. So um, I would have done that instead. So, yeah. Yeah, no, I I agree. I mean, again, I, I think they're going the right direction here by make, giving this explanation, giving this this you know public stance. But like you're saying, Obed, like we can't erase the past. There's a reality here of a lot of time, possibly even more resources than the other guy. You know, where Microsoft has the ability to make this stuff happen should they have the right vision and execution behind it. So, yeah, I. I I can only hope that we don't have a repeat of this in the next generation. Didn't get off to a great foot in E3, Obed. So, I mean, you know, promoting yeah. that Project Scarlet was, was not talked about much at all after that. So, no, we'll see. No, not at all. It's funny because they, uh, they talked about Scarlet and then people are talking about the that PS5 uh, patent yep. that came out for, for low times again this week. So, bro. Again, Sony, I'll sell you, I'll sell you the domain. I don't care. <laughs> Joe, <laughs> <laughs> um, so let's talk about games journalism or the lack thereof. Yeah. Uh, or games media as a whole, if you want to uh, call it that. We'll talk about that in a, a here uh, for the next few minutes. Um, so, Joe, uh, something interesting happened over the weekend with two personalities that, that I, I follow closely that I've, yes. that I've admired for. Bro, I want to say ten, no, nine years maybe. Um, you know, probably since like twenty twelve, maybe uh, twenty eleven. Um, so, so this two gaming um, voices, personalities, voices, personalities, influencers. Uh, other, I don't. I sure. hate that. Inf I hate that word. Yeah. I, I I'm influencers to me is like. Now I don't. I really don't like it. But personalities, let's call it that. Right. You know, um, two people that I that I uh, I like. I like quite a bit. Both very, them, you know. very good opinions and inside and very different personalities. I mean, yep. very different personalities. Oh, very, for sure. Very different political views. Which, Absolutely. Again, I I, I keep. I, I'm an open mind kind of guy. You know, but I, but if I see something wrong, I I call it wrong. King right. Cheeto. It's it's he's an evil evil guy. But yeah. So, um, so this two personalities were arguing about um uh, about games media and why do video game websites uh, are resorting to use clickbaity sort of articles to bring in views and and one of these personalities which uh 
has been shunned by by part of the games journalist community, so to speak. Uh, you know, ninety nine percent of the time he's able to back up his arguments with with facts, and and he brought some facts to the table where um, get traffic to games websites uh, like IGN, GameStop, GameSpot. Uh, you know, of course we've seen it happen to. Um, uh, screw attack, which is no longer uh, a thing. So um, he was able to point out how traffic to those sites have been, you know, on a downward spiral for the last eight years, ten years, uh, because people are just consuming uh, their the the games uh, news in a totally different way. They're they're going to YouTube, they're going to Twitch, they're getting their things on demand. So so he points out that. In order for those sites to generate traffic, then you got to come out with um, with this sort of clickbaity articles, and 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 I agree because uh, why why is it that there's three different websites that have to write articles about? Why Tifa's breast size on Final Fantasy VII Remake was altered, or changed, or modernized, or that's to me that's not news, bro. To me, that's just uh, posting what could potentially be an opinions article dressed up as a you know a news article, which is not really news because right. Tell me about how the game was developed. Tell me about new technology that the that the development team is applying to the game. Tell me about the new music, the new you know remastered orchestral soundtrack. Uh, tell me about some of the you know gameplay elements. Tell me about those special effects and the and that just time slowdown. You know the ATV and all this stuff, all this cool stuff that that you get with the game. Tell me about that. That to me is what's interesting. Tell me about the art design. Not why I I don't care, Joel. It's like and again I keep my I'm an open-minded kind of guy, but just posting this sort of articles out there, you're gonna I, skip past it. Yeah, and I'm specifically calling Gamespot Gamespot because they were the more egregious of the three uh, with the way that they actually even uh, pushed the article to uh, to relevance because they 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 definitely had paid a, a ton of advertising money for this article because it was showing up everywhere. Um, and uh, why why waste your time with such like useless nonsense? Like back in the day, Joel, there was a magazine called Next Generation, and I I loved this magazine because it was the only magazine at the time that had interviews with developers on what new technologies they're they're using. What can they do with like the 3DO and all this stuff, right? So that to me was interesting. That to me was why I went to school to learn how to make video games. Again, that didn't pan out, but whatever. But, you know, I still have that that passion for, for gaming and for the art of video games. And and just to see that, that people are just wasting their time with this clickbaity articles and then uh, making this... Uh, you know, exposition pieces about this certain influencers that are doing this thing for the gaming community, which it, it, which is absolutely 
not true. These people are just creating more harm than good and 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 putting this like indie developer that created this one text game and, and she's now like Hideo Kojima. No, no, no. You know, to everything, right? You know, do where credits do. You know, if they if someone does a great job, they do a great job. But you don't have to say, yo, this is like the next level stuff. This is like next level Kideo Kojima stuff. And, and no, 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 stop it. Stop, stop. Uh, so, yeah, go ahead, man. I, I mean, I'm yeah. going to rant, bro. No, no, no. And we, we, you and I, I talked rant. about this beforehand. Like, we wanted to get into this because I think when we're, we talk a lot about different games, we talk a lot about a lot of different franchises. We're both uh, avid fans of the, in the, and in the community. Um, you've been in this community for a very long time. You've seen it grow and evolve and change. And, you know, like, you know, like when you look at this, this clickbait, it's, it's one of, there's two things that I feel about it. One, I feel like it's inappropriate because, and why I say inappropriate is because it just, it, I don't think it necessarily, um, I don't think it necessarily brings, um, always always the most um truthful points maybe even about some of these games it's more so like you're saying just an opinion piece which in general games journalism it's an opinion i like this game i don't like this game i get that right but um i think it's a dangerous slippery slope when you start talking about um certain things from the perspective of maybe just even just like political gains like look let's put it like it is or just to um to prove a point or or support something just for for one perspective and then it's like you know it, it's a dangerous it's a dangerous place to put yourself in is my point right like you have a right to absolutely feel how you feel about this or you know maybe it's a, it's a point that you even could include in Absolutely. your your article yeah, but yeah, to yeah, base not... your entire thing on this one thing like for the sake of this whole conversation i'll just i'll make up an example because i don't want to talk about people's body parts i'll make it up an example right let's just say um let's just say for the sake of conversation uh there is an article that comes out by uh one two three video games i don't know if that's a website i'm just coming up with it right and they basically have uh, an article saying that Mario's uh, hat uh, is very um, transcendent for the little kids in Italy or something, right? So, like, <laughs> you know, it, cool. There's a cultural relevance that he is an Italian, you know, man, you know, wearing this hat, you know, whatever, right? That That's, that's really cool. So I'm not saying you're wrong for maybe saying that opinion, but... How does that make the Mario game better? What if this game has terrible mechanics, Obed? Well, what if this game um, has terrible loading times, but you're going to praise this game because of one particular... You know what I'm saying? Like It's a point. I get it. I'm not even going to come across the point. But I'm just saying, like I think there needs... There, the reason why people are not going to these things is because they want a, a larger view. And that these things are just trying to almost make you just look at these things from from a certain perspective, yeah. just so you can click on and get an, an opinion and a feeling, right? Yeah, and, and here's where it comes to opinion pieces. Now that you mentioned Mario, when uh, Super Mario Odyssey came out, uh, there was one one of the websites published an article saying that uh, Mario wearing a sombrero was culturally insensitive to Mexicans, and you know what happened? 
a bunch of Mexicans went to the article and said, a few were, that's awesome that our culture is being represented on the game. You know, so this, this is the the problem. It actually divided people in that case. In this case, that was unnecessary, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, but my point is, you know, um, People say that uh, the, the, this culture or culture that's be, that's very prevalent in the gaming, uh, you know, uh, on gaming media, uh, because no, I'm not. I mean, I have lots of respect for Jason Schreier from Kotaku, right? And Kotaku, they they do publish publish some crap from time to time, but Jason Schreier, man, that dude, he brings it. He makes his uh, points, and you know, again, facts, everything with the facts, and and he's. He's a you know, post his stuff out there, and and he's a, a very capable guy. Um, but when you when you go to like the Mario stuff, it's like oh, I th- I think it's here's a here's the thing with the article, the Mario article in specific. I think this is racially insensitive. Therefore, you should not like it. But that again, why why are you telling me how should I feel? Yeah. Again, and you and I think would 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 probably feel the same way. Of like, it's okay if you say, "Look, this this Italian character is wearing this hat," but it's when you start forcing these opinion pieces that people start to go, "Wait a second, I don't know how I feel about. It. I just wanted to read about this game. You know, I can make that opinion for myself. And if they want to make that voice, they can do that. Sure, it's yeah. it's, it's, it's that danger. Is I think is our point. Like it's it's being very uh being forced in the generalism and the stats yeah. are proving was what this other personality was, was saying to this other person this other personality that actually writes on the space is saying like look statistics are showing us that people aren't going to these kinds of sites um people are, are coming more to these other videos because they this is what the kind of stuff that they want to intake this other stuff they're just like well we're just like we'll see the headline and we keep scrolling so it's not yeah. necessarily working this this kind of clickbait either yeah, exactly. In some cases, it just doesn't even work. Right. Uh, in, in the case of like GameSpot, I saw the article. I didn't even click on it um, because it was like, I don't care. I just don't care. I mean, if you're 13, you may care, I guess. Maybe because... maybe a different audience, but I mean, at least maybe, the numbers exactly. aren't showing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When there's, there's actual, you know, factual data uh, telling you that, you know, unfortunately, this sites are... Uh, you know, not generating the the, the clicks that the, that they should because of uh, you know how their, their exposure and whatnot. Um, again, and this is why I was saying it's like this this could be the episode to make or break no load time Jill. But you know, and and I and I found you know unfortunate that the other personality that was uh, trying to prove the other point across was like, oh, just because you had a you know one bad day at the office, then all of this sucks. I was like, no, dude. This has been sucking for a while. Yeah. I mean, just can you imagine? You know, uh, say for example, you work at man. I don't know. Um, say say that you work at a mom and pop restaurant. Joe right? Smith works at mom and pop restaurant. Mom, 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 yeah, exactly, mom and pop restaurant. Um, and say that mom and pop restaurant um, hasn't been paying you on time. And, uh, you know, the, the, the cook's mean and, you know, the place is dirty and, you know, not, nothing again, mom and pop restaurants, cause there's plenty of them that are fantastic places. But, um, 
say, for example, that uh, that one of one of the people that worked at the mom and pop restaurant left uh, the restaurant was like, yo, I'm doing pretty good by myself over here. I don't have to deal with a crowd from mom and pop anymore. Uh, and and then tells uh, the guy from, uh, you know, that still works. The, and, and then the guy that still works at the mom and pop restaurant goes, was like, oh, just because you had one and you're still stuck at mom and pops. Oh, just because you have, you know, one bad day, you're not here anymore, then everything sucks. It's like, well, yeah, that's what I've been saying for the longest time. It sucks. I finally got out of it. I finally got out of it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing, man. And, right. you know, it's unfortunate that the banter was not was not comfortable. It was not, you know, uh, something that I didn't want to see. It, because it made I it really sad. Liked, yeah. It made it sad. Exactly. Because I really like these two guys. Right. And I and I, I, I respect them both individually for what they do creatively and uh, what their, um, you know, what their contribution to the community is. But at the same time, it's like there's one of you that's clearly right because he's backing up you know, his argument with facts. And the other one saying, well, you just don't like this stuff. Like just pointing at the person, no facts. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, it's like, again, it's like the anti-vaxxer, right? It's like, yo, you, yeah, you have no facts. So, uh, <laughs> okay. Hey, you're not welcome here. Flat earthers. No, you do. You, you can, you can also not, not watch low, low time. I'm good with that. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, man, it's just that this whole thing, and and but at the same time, you get again going back to Jason Schreier and Kotaku. You got that article that dropped today about you know working conditions and Activision and how they treat contractors and all this stuff that are that's like yo, this is crazy stuff happening that's worth talking about because it's important stuff that the inter- that the industry needs to address and the community needs to know about all this crap that's happening not about how should i feel about a, a not real lady uh, not real lady i mean come on it's stupid it's a waste of time i mean if you click on it and you start reading it's a waste of time it, and it bothers, you know it bothers me again because I, I like to be open-minded and i but sometimes, Joel, and I've seen this with games media, and, and it's been a problem for a while now. I would say that it it got worse around maybe like 2013, 2014, probably right around when the new consoles launched. That's when all this stuff got started started getting worse because, you know, there was one influencer that started putting out these videos full of, full of not, non factual stuff and, and this data out there that doesn't exist uh, about you know how uh, gamers treat other people and, and females and whatnot and we just you know gamer gamergate happens I mean there's all this there's, different stuff and yeah you know, exactly I mean there's different. and the thing with bullying right is like so I know that that is rough and especially with this you know uh, social media heavy connected um, time and a connected time that we're that we're you know living right now um you know but it, it felt good back in the day joe when you know bully comes over and, and tries to bully you and you just get to just punch him in the chest and just let it out you know screw it but you know that's you do that when you're in school whatever but when you're an adult it's like why should i just be whining about all this crap 24 7 and be a you know a, a man baby or or a or a you know woman baby why why do you have to be like this you know 
I'd say that the gaming has brought people together in a way that no other medium has done ever. Um, and, and and that to itself, it, it to me is very important and very near and dear to my heart. Um, and just because, you know, someone has a different political opinion or someone has a different opinion on, you know, uh, social commentary or things that are happening... Uh, you know, opinions are opinions, right? At the end of the day, we are what we do. And, you know, I can have the craziest opinions about stuff. And and as long as I'm, I'm being a good person towards, you know, others first and towards myself, why should I be mad about stuff? You know, so... Yeah, that's a little bit of a rant here, but I, I really wanted to get this off my chest because I've been... Ah, I've been struggling, dude, for the last like few weeks because it's been going on and it's been just getting to me, bro. Yeah, definitely. I mean, like, uh, you know, like I think, like, as for me, like, I'm I like to consider myself as a very like understanding, very um, I, I use the term a lot, level-headed individual. Like, I don't go, you know, picking up pitchforks for everything, and I'm very um. I'm very just trying to be understanding of how some people might feel or their views and those sorts of things. And, you know, Obed, he, he throws it out there. He says how he feels. And that's, you know, that's the, I totally respect <laughs> that. Like, and, and that's why, like, you'll see me, you know, for, as for me, like I can sit there whether we agree or not, we, we respect that. But I also means that sometimes we're going to be uncomfortable about um, some of the things that we see out there. And even though we might respect you know, even the individuals like this one, this influencers that might be saying some of this stuff, doesn't mean necessarily we agree with uh, his opinion. And you know, look, there's data like we're talking about behind the this this space, this this game journalism space. Yeah. There's um there's definitely more to this than just I don't like this headline. I'm not gonna you know read this or I don't like that people are trying to you know have this type of commentary like. I'm, I'm being careful how I put it, but the facts are just that data um, reveals, you know, really how people feel about it. And there you can literally, I mean, literally trace like the moment it started. I mean, and there <laughs> we were looking at this like it literally nosedived. It wasn't even like it dropped a little like it just no. plummeted. Yeah, it was not the data. Not I mean, it was just like, oh, my goodness. You mean the second that I start putting this type of. Um, pieces out there that literally people just stop. I mean, it'd be like you know, Obed, if 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 we did one episode that someone you know didn't care for, maybe it being very different and trying to put a different thing out there, and then suddenly you know you just literally see the data going down. I mean, it was it's and it's just been like going on for a while, like you said, Obed. This has been going on for a few years now. So there's yeah. definitely enough information we can look back. I say hindsight is twenty twenty. You know, you can look back at it now and say, you know what. Whether we whether they want to whether the space the industry wants to admit it or not, there's a point where they've kind of gone wrong where people you know didn't didn't necessarily care for this, um when and and there's definitely data to back that up. So yeah, I mean look, I'll be understanding of you know how people feel. I want uh, people with different opinions uh, to watch her and listen to our show. I want people to be a part of it, and you have a right to be like I don't really care for this. We're not forcing you to listen to our show or watch our show or even agree with our opinions if you do listen or watch it. But I think it's about the manner of how you conduct yourself, how you conduct your personality that will either 
draw or attract. Obed, not to go off on this, but like, you know, I, um, a YouTuber that I respect, uh, you know, I, I got to uh, meet him in person once and, and uh, you know, he, he had a whole like panel on, on YouTubing and different stuff that I got to listen to at Comic-Con. And, uh, you know, he talked about how, do you want to be remembered? Like, he it was such a great way of putting it. Do you want to be remembered for what you don't like? Or would you rather people remember you for the things that were shared, our passions, and, think, and bring, like, a fandom and bring people together? Absolutely. Like, this is stuff we enjoy. Or do Absolutely. you want no load time to be remembered as the people who didn't like this thing and didn't like that thing? No, I don't want people to, for this they, other thing. Yeah, yeah. I don't want it to be known as like the angry cast. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want it to it, it to be known as like we're we're very um you know enjoying uh you know the, the space, enjoying our passions together. Um, so I think it's 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 like that can also carry over into this space, right? Like this can carry over into the game's journalism where we can get back to the place of talking about the things that we really enjoy together, reading about the things we really enjoy together and have these experiences instead of just this thing's really terrible, you should hate it too. Yeah, or talking about whatever the, the case that really is. matter, right? Yeah. Talking about, but, you know, bringing the, the industry forward and, you know, things that are good for everyone, not this divisive stuff. And that's the problem is that a lot of... Uh, a lot of these people have um, put themselves in the line to crave, create this divisiveness because this divisiveness was not there up until you had all these people writing all these divisive articles and, and, and you have all these divisive personalities coming out trying to create rifts that were not there anymore. And, and unfortunately, that's how, that you, you, you have it, man. You, you said yeah. it straight up. They're going to be remembered by that person that did this, this hateful, you know, this videos about, you know, this things that are not even true and, and you scammed a bunch of people for and, money. And basically and, that's what you're going to be uh, known for. And if you're looking for negativity, you'll always find it. Like if you're looking for oh, all this stuff, yeah. exactly. Like if you're, if you're, so if you're looking for negativity in the game space and you're looking for, you know, like, oh, this is, this is a terrible thing that was done there. Then of course you're going to definitely find it. So it doesn't mean everything has to always be sunshine and roses. I get that. But I also think it's about, like we said, what do we want to, um, perpetuate? What do we want to be the thing that really stands out more than the other thing? And, and, and especially when you're in a place of influence, you're in a place of people actually see this stuff. You know, I would actually even go about how using the platform, how we use our own platform here for the for the you know the hundred or so people that listen during the week. You know, to our to our to our podcast, like it's very important. Um, you know, the place that we're in. So even as we end the show, I don't want to end on a negative point there. I think I think it's it's a great uh, lesson all all in all. So yeah, absolutely, it's a great absolutely. great topic for sure. Yeah, it is, and and we'll we'll definitely circle back and and talk about it a bit more at a later time. But, um. Yeah, and we we've sort of tried to stay away for most of this like controversial like divisive stuff, and this is not necessarily divisive. Um, we're just, you know, uh, I feel that that all this uh, divisiveness and and finger pointing and all this stuff it, it really sucks and it really like doesn't get us anywhere. And and if you love gaming, love video games that and but don't spend your time bashing this other thing uh we've said it a million times you know there's games that are not our cup of tea but we don't come here and bash them you know i don't just because red dead you know two is not in my type of game i'm not it was like oh red dead is garbage 
Yeah. And at the end it's, of the day, it's, it's not just, true. And at the day, at the end of the day, it's just our opinion. Like you know, exactly. doesn't we're not we're not gonna hold it as gospel. Like if you, I, I know people who like. I know I have friends, people around me, Xbox lovers, whatever. Good. I mean, I'm, I'm. I think they should be and, and still continue to be fans of these things. Yeah. Like it's, 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 it's the commentary, right? We can have the commentary exactly. and be exactly. safe and be respectful of one another. And at least for me, I try to to have that kind of restraint, restraint of not not doing what the the other guy might go into, you know, and and just you know lower myself to that because it's just I think as gamers we can hold that responsibility, right? Like and we can a, bring it up as you know adults. Exactly, as as, can, as adults as men, be, yeah. You know, the, this is not we're not eighth graders talking no. about how great you know the 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 Street Fighter Two SNES version, you know SNES port is, and all the you know how terrible Genesis the the Sega Genesis one is, or whatever you want to talk about, right? This is not that, right? If you if you love gaming, prove it. Uh, make people happy with with my, what makes you happy, right? So if you know, say you're really excited about, you know, the Final Fantasy VII Remake because a lot of people is, uh, you know, a lot, a lot of people are excited for it. Uh, I'm I'm certainly excited for it. Right. Uh, but instead of wasting your time writing about these things, you know, about Tifa, just write about the, the tech, write about uh, the new, again, write about the art design, write about all these positive things that are moving the game forward instead of just, Making this stupid opinion argument and on why why this thing was changed, was, what, which is because, actually a good change, <laughs> I would argue, is, uh, yeah, because it's I mean, like because well, well, it's like to... look, this is how they felt about it, so they wanted yeah. to do something about it, and guess what? Whether you know whether you're not like I think the intent was good, it's, so it's been changed for over ten years, Joe. Yeah, exactly. It was changed when Advent Children came out in twenty yeah. two thousand five. Yeah. Yeah, you know. like it's 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 not something that I think like you're saying like to, to harp on the negative of the past yeah. and this and that like the perspective of the commentary exactly like it, this this thing was changed a long time ago they're just just trying to go back and create you know stir the pot right and that's the, my well the problem. clickbait the clickbait and that's my problem yeah, yeah and that's my problem and that's that's overall that's my problem you know, like they're just purpose, purpose, purposefully trying to stir the pot get the clicks get the views uh, but instead of just spending that energy and write about something interesting. Uh, you know the development process. What happened to CyberConnect? Did did Square Enix killed everyone in CyberConnect and and, and took the game back? You know all this stuff, right? But uh, make interesting stuff. Uh, just don't don't stir the pot. And at the end of the day, that's my point. So, Joe, it's been good, bro. But where can everyone find us? Yeah, guys, thank you for listening to this uh, episode of No Low Time. We appreciate you all staying here with us. And we want to invite you to subscribe to our show. You can watch our YouTube version uh, and subscribe there on our YouTube channel, No Low Time. And also subscribe to our audio podcast version. That's going to be in iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, and Spotify. Also, I uh, want to invite you to connect with us on our social media. Go ahead and follow us at No Low Time. That's at No Low Time on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Twitch. Also, feedback. I mean, we talked about a lot of really interesting stuff here. You're welcome, more than welcome, to send feedback to nolowtime at gmail.com. That's nolowtime at gmail.com. We hope you stay with us and enjoy our next few episodes. We're looking for episode 100. 
big things in store. Remember, next week we are taking off. It's a Fourth of July here in America, so we will be taking that time off and enjoy some time with our family, friends, and have a good time. But uh, we will be back, so we look forward to seeing you guys on our very next episode. Thank you guys again for listening to our rant, and we'll see you again next time.